the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Come Together San Diego. Guess what we do? We encourage you to come together, whether in San Diego or listening from afar. And what we're going to do today is something that demands attention. Uh, And you're at the right place at the right time because lots of stuff is going on in the world. And I've got some people here that have been tracking what's been going on in the world and can give you insights, perhaps like no other time on this broadcast. And I've got some people that I want to introduce you to. Uh, Many of you will know the name Michelle Winder. She uh, is a podcaster remarkable. And even though I have her fix her hair, you can't see it because it's a a, a radio broadcast. (laughs) But Michelle Winder, she's a podcaster of a podcast called The Unredacted Truth, live at five. And she does this weekdays, basically, and sometimes weekends if the information is hot and needs to be disseminated. And she tells you what's going on in the earth, in this nation, behind the scenes, the good guys, the bad guys, the black hats, the white hats, and all the little nuances in between. And so she's going to—I gave her the instructions. I said, here are your instructions, Michelle. In other words, no instructions, whatever God through Holy Spirit wants her to say. Do you get that, Michelle? What box? <laughs> yeah, yeah, out of the box. And I, I want you to spend a little bit of time interview, inter, inter, introducing Frank Shelton. Frank Shelton Global is the ministry from whom, with whom he partners. And it's, he's an evangelist. He's an author. He's a speaker. He actually was uh, on the D.C. staff member with Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. So a lot of his insights come from there. And I'll tell you what, he spent some time in the U.S. Senate as a guy liaison between uh, all different parties running to and fro. And he became friends years ago in that. So he has insights galore. Hi, Frank. How you doing? Kaz, it's an honor to be back with you, brother. We love sunny California. <laughs> We've been on the show together, um, but it was not in studio. Yeah. Y'all were. I was on the other coast. Yeah, you were on uh, like Maryland area somewhere. Yes. Generally. And it's always a treat. And you remember all the years we used to do What Would Ronnie Say? Yes. What would, what would, yeah, What Would Ronnie Say? That we're, We may get a little in. Yeah. Fun doing that too, because uh, he's an impersonator. He does Ronald Reagan, yeah. uh, and he and he does um, uh, Billy Graham. I don't know. He may have uh, you know Donald Duck. Who knows? I don't know some of the other ones, but those are the two that I know. And we may break into that sometime during the show. But we have an extra special person with us in the studio. Who is that, Frank? Yeah, my beautiful bride Ruth is with me. We left at three a.m. from Washington this morning. First flight out at six a.m. nonstop to San Diego, and man. <laughs> I think I like California a lot better. And, I, and that's D.C., not yeah. Washington State. That's yeah. right. And they're in, they're in progress to go to uh, Hawaii. And I'm saying you may not even want to go to Hawaii after you see Southern California. You might want to stay here. <laughs> yeah, Ruth, give a greeting to everybody. Hi, Ruth. Hi, Kaz. We're, and hi to all of 
audience listening. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. My listening friend, if you are familiar with what's going on in the world, but also the, the biblical Hebrew Jewish calendar, you'll know we are entering into, I would say, one of the most important time frames in the Hebrew Jewish year. This is called the transition from one month to another, but it's also the transition from one year to another. And that begins, it's called Tishri, the month of Tishri, the seventh month in the Hebrew calendar. And that is the time for the blowing of trumpets. It's the time for uh, Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. And it's the time for the Feast of Tabernacles all in this month. And the Mm -hmm. Feast of Tabernacles is likened unto and may actually be, when it fully comes to pass, the Wedding Supper of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. That's remarkable. For those of you who believe in the Lord and of his imminent return, you need to know about these things. But what I'm going to do to start the show is I'm going to blow the shofar, and I'm going to blow the shofar. Now, there are several different shofar blasts. The blast I'm going to give to you right now, you would hear this in Jewish environments or Hebrew environments, uh, maybe all across the earth uh, on this coming Saturday evening is when the Yom Teruah or the Shofar blast blasts, and then it's the change of year of the year, 5782 to 5783 in the biblical calendar. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to blow this Shofar blast to start the show, and then we're going to let Frank introduce his wife. She's got some remarkable things to share about her background from El Salvador and the United States of America. And the rest of the world, I bet. So I'm going to blow the shofar blast, and then we're going to start. Here we go. This is called Yom Teruah, the Yom Teruah, or the Feast of Trumpets, Trumpet Blast. Okay, that's the Yom Teruah blast, eight staccato blasts, saying, pay close attention because what you're hearing is of vital importance. And the scripture says that Jesus shall, des- the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and the blast of the trumpet. That blast of the trumpet is that Teruah uh, uh, blast that you just heard. So, Frank, I'm handing it over to you to introduce your wife. We'll begin her, her time here, and then we'll continue into the next segments as necessary. My listening friend, I want you to pay close attention. Then Michelle is going to be doing color commentary in this first hour, and then she's going to take the stage in the second hour, and Frank and I are going to do color commentary for her. If anybody <laughs> could do color commentary for Michelle Winter, I mean, she's a wild and crazy gal. She's been, By the way, she's been a friend of mine for decades, so decades. I can tease her a little bit. I can get away with it without her... She's, showing me some of her karate moves. That's right. (laughs) Okay, Frank, I'm handing it off to you, brother. We've got about uh, three or four minutes in this segment, and we'll continue on to the next. Frank Shelton. Yeah, I just thought it would be great. You know, my wife, Ruth, has an amazing story. Uh, She's the daughter of um, wonderful parents in El Salvador. Her father has been a pastor for over 60 years. And um, she'll tell you the story, but armed guards and guerrillas were going door to door there was a civil war going on and a lot of mayhem, chaos, and even death. And Ruth literally ran for her life and fled through Mexico to the U.S. I'll let her take off the story. But I've seen a theme. Sometimes the people who were born here have taken America for granted. Oh, yes. And then we have friends like Ruth, whether El Salvador or Mexico, and those who come here, sometimes they not only love America more, some of them appreciate and know more about America's back history. You right now, especially some of the new people that are, you know, you look at the 
education system, they have no clue about the truth right. of America. Correct. So, so Ruth, I suspect yeah. you have a deeper appreciation than many people are actually original citizens here. Begin your story, and I'll give you fill you in on time, and we'll go into the next segment for the fulfillment of your completion of your story. Okay, El Salvador. What's the story there, and what happened? Well, El Salvador is uh, the the most a, a small country yes. in the whole continent, and uh, right now. Things have changed in El Salvador, but by then, when I came to the United States, was in 1988. And you came because? Because uh, the the Civil War, and in my yes. country, there was no way to dream about future, about being free. Yes. Um, to to have a right to speak up. Yes. There was no human rights. And you felt your, your life was in danger. Of course. Yes. And it, it was very dangerous. For one side, the military were recruiting all the the men, yes. you know, uh, who, who were already in, like in high school, and and the other side, the guerrilla uh, uh-huh. was recruiting also women and, and, and men to join their forces too. Yes, and um, I was studying in the university by then, mm-hmm. and um, in order to get your your grades, you had to participate in their meetings and, you know, and be wow. part of the, you know, their, or their the, ideology. The, yeah, their the indoctrination, yes. basically. Yes, exactly. And you didn't like the sound of that. Yeah, and, and it was a private university where I was studying and still was involved in those dirty things. Okay, so uh, this reminds me of maybe in some ways of the things that are going on in the United States of people being arm-twisted to want to do something that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone that far uh, mm-hmm. as El Salvador, but, and, you know, also I'm thinking about a place called Ukraine. I mean, things are, things are mm-hmm. going on all over mm-hmm. the world and the things we think we know I mean, back then in El Salvador, you would have heard stories on broadcasts and things like that, but you knew that that wasn't the truth. Yeah, what I am seeing right now, it is very familiar to me. And because? Because um, um, the communism, yes, socialism, yes, e- everything is very similar. What and is happening even, right now? Even Nazism going on yeah. here exactly. as well. Isn't that right, yes. Michelle? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a few yeah, more seconds. Yeah, we're training them all over the world. <laughs> oh, my. So yeah. we've got about one minute left. Why don't you give an overview? We want, Maybe, Frank, you want to jump in here and give an overview of some of the rest of the story that she's going to tell in the next segment. Yeah, we'll pick it up. So they were going door-to-door with machine guns. People were being mistreated, raped, beaten, killed, arrested. Her and her sister run for their lives. They go in through Mexico. And she ends up getting detained twice, was arrested twice, mm-hmm. spent several days in prison. Oh, my. And in they Mexico. allowed her, mm-hmm. yeah, in Mexico. My. Then finally uh, comes into Ruth. Texas, near Harlingen, Texas, with about a $20 in her pocket and a dream yes. and a prayer. Yes. And then from there, um, by faith, you know, she started selling pupusas, got a job at Kinko's. Then she's working at a Christian radio station. Uh-huh. Oh, is that right? And, and yes. she's lived the American dream. And I was preaching revival in Texas for Pastor Kevin Ortiz. We'll pick it up right after the commercial, but it's a powerful story. But she ran for her life. She came in single and broke, and now she's blessed and married. Yes, and, and an American citizen. Yes, yes, totally. And, and other than being a child of God, it's the greatest honor is for her to be an American. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that. My listening friend, I knew when she told her testimony, you'd hear some common denominators of some things that are going on, uh, not only in the United States, but you'll hear um, 
abstractions of this in a place called Ukraine and other parts of the world. I'll tell you what, the enemy has a strategy, but he's kind of not too smart because he uses the same strategy mm-hmm. unending. And if you're familiar, mm-hmm. you said, the Bible says, be not ignorant of his devices. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk more about that. And I, I think Ruth is going to continue her story. Frank, you'll help do that. And Michelle, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. The rest Harvey of the story? <laughs> My listening friend, we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Buckle up. You're going to be hearing things you haven't heard before, and we've got people here that have information that you haven't heard before, people that are, you know, some people are semi in the know, but when you get people people on your air that uh, have been there and seen this, I, I'm going to blend these two people, uh, Frank Shelton and some of his insights with Michelle Winder and her insights and, you know, his 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 wife, uh, Ruth Shelton, and her insights. Get ready because this entire two hours is going to be wild and crazy, and some of these things you're going to be hearing now you've never heard before, but maybe you have heard before couched by different nations and different people, but the actions of the enemy are almost always exactly the same. So, so Frank, I'm going to hand the the baton to you to introduce, reintroduce your wife. We talked about her being an uh, Alf. Salvadorian citizen, uh, civil war, and danger, danger, danger. She, 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 and her sister went to Mexico to save their lives, basically, and then they were temporarily detained, and some prison was in the in the picture, and then fleeing to the United States. And there's where the big dream began. Frank, I'm going to hand it to you, so you can hand it to your wife, Ruth. Yeah, you know, I, I really believe, Kaz and Michelle, those of us who have seen a little bit of war tend to promote peace. Yes. And then some of us that have been in bondage like freedom a lot more. You know, when I look outside your window, it's absolutely a gorgeous day in sunny California. The skyscrapers are beautiful. We just had a wonderful dinner. And as we were in the parking lot, we saw the iconic Blue Angels doing yes. maneuvers. I mm-hmm. mean, you could hear them before you saw them. And and I remember we were on a flight line one time, and they were bringing deceased bodies back into the U.S., And uh, we were standing next to a friend who was a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. It was a general of the local base. And as they were carrying out the deceased bodies uh, that they were eventually going to take to Arlington, I'll never forget at that moving moment, out of nowhere, an (laughs) F-16 flew over top of our heads. And special sound effects was pretty good, too. (laughs) And the the crazy thing is the general with tears coming down his eyes like Niagara Falls said something I'll never forget. As he pointed to the deceased bodies coming off the plane, he said, what you see there is the cost of freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And then he pointed to that F-16, and he said, but what you just heard there is the sound of freedom. Oh, my, my. Wow. And, you know, when I think of my wife, you know, running for her life from El Salvador, running with from guerrillas with yeah. AK-47s, being arrested in Mexico, not once but twice, then comes in by asylum to the United States. And live the American dream. What was a nightmare is now the American dream. Yes. And, you know, we've taken freedom for granted. And so the daughter of a preacher, she is in Irving, Texas. She could hear the roar of the Dallas Cowboys when they were playing at home. That's how close her house was to oh the stadium. Mm-hmm. And and then she was offered a job with a Christian radio station, and it's neat being linked with Salem, 
her and her dog was invited to D.C. to start a Christian radio station, oh 50,000 watt. And, and so she made that track by herself, and she comes here and starts working. And I want to ask Ruth, uh, can you tell our listeners, first of all, what being an American means to you now that you're officially a U.S. citizen? Well, it is a privilege, and we don't take it for granted, especially when um, living in, in a country that is so poor, so uh, so much problems, and we were dreaming about, you know, going to, to a country. We hear so many stories of for missionaries from uh, visiting my country, and it's that is how we, we can came to Christ yes. because, mm-hmm. and I thank God for the United States of America because sent uh, missionaries all over the world and a lot of people like me and many, many thousands in the world um, are saved because, you know, this nation blessed yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. too many. And I am so grateful for that. Now, you made a statement. I don't know whether it was on the air or behind the scenes you said, but some of the things that you are seeing now is almost frighteningly, uh, uh, compatible to the things you were trying to run from. What what are some of the things that you, you noticed in El Salvador that you're getting a sense about going on here? And you can probably overlay that with uh, uh, Ukraine and other places as well, because the enemy's style is to apply the same approach to take mm-hmm. people down. You know, uh, my experience has been, uh, um, it's a mix of feelings. And I cry a lot. Oh, my. I can tell because when when... The war in my country, the church has so much revival, yes. and people get what's getting saved, and because persecution, because the tribulation was so mm. so hard. Say that it, again. And the tribulation was so so hard. <laughs> because, are we are we in a tribu- you know, tribulation kind of times right now, my friend? You, really? When, I, when I was in the middle of 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 the shooting from both both sides, yes. I was in the middle of. When the aeroplanes and, and helicopters throwing bombs, um, I really wanted to the rapture happen that moment. I know because I know. you know it was the end at the yes. end of the world for me yes. at that moment when we were running, yes. you know, to escaping. Yes, you know, yes, yes. And, and many many times we had to escape to the next town to to save our lives yes it sounds familiar with what's going on has been going on in ukraine i mean there are a Mm -hmm. lot of people that are stuck in the middle that there are a lot of bad guys in the ukraine as well that have ulterior motives and there are some good guys involved as well some that you may not have considered as being good guys but the truth of the matter is the people in the middle are the one who always the ones who always suffer and you are one of the ones in the middle uh in um in el salvador yes what, what what word of wisdom do you have to our listening people? This is all new to them, but you say you've seen this environment before. Give some yeah. words of encouragement. I could I could see that the church has has had um you know power in in for for souls, and now I see like a sleeping church. They so much uh, materialistic, and many churches closing. Yes. And that, and, right. and we are in the last days, and we don't understand the urgency yes. that we have in these days. Oh and uh, <laughs> and I, when I came to the United States, I, I was reading a lot about this great national founder under God. And, and, and I, when I came, I was so surprised. So, so many things like um, this uh, 
a missionary who came from um, uh, Thailand, yes. I think, uh, Jakarta, um, who wrote the Like a Mighty Wind. Oh he my. wrote a book, Meltari, mm-hmm. Meltari. He was so he was sent to this country as a missionary, but he when he came, he was surprised that the things you know the the uh, how decrease the Christianity yeah, came deteriorated. Mm-hmm. Yes, give about a thirty second overview because this is this is you know this is some of the stuff that you were reporting on as a as a, a, a journalist as well. You, this right. is Michelle Winder. Quickly, and then I'm going to hand it back to Frank. We've got about two and a half minutes left in this segment. Well, I just want to add to that because what we've seen and we saw from 9-11 is that when we come under persecution, we draw near to God. When we don't, and and look how short-lived that was, churches overflowed. Then when this happened, when this whole near, dare I say, scamdemic People turned in fear mm-hmm. in, and churches shut down instead of the churches being there. And I loved what you said about the churches were there in Honduras. In America, pastors have been pushed into fear. They've shut their doors. They haven't been there for the people. So people don't know where to go. Yes. And, um, and it's just been kind of like a frog in the boiling water for since the 60s and and you know what also quickly the, not only those who came who, as a christian came to this nation might you know hispanic they they lost their faith here when they came right. they yes. they the lord rescued them and and gave us brought this brought them to this great nation and they turned the back to god and it's yes. a shame it and it's sad it makes my heart so yes. We're, you know, well, we're going to talk about that theme because a lot of it has to do with some of the things Frank is going to share with us in the in the remaining segments of this first hour. Frank, uh, we've got about a minute. How, why don't you draw this segment to a close and set us up for the mm-hmm. next segment so Michelle can start looking into her notes and have stuff to give color commentary on. Frank Shelton. Well, thank you. And, <laughs> and I commend my wife. She, she took she, excellent. She took a stand in El Salvador. Yes. She took a stand in prison in Mexico, and she took a stand in the U.S. when the scandemic and the pandemic that was planned. When others sat out, she stood up. You know, she had a backbone. She has the microphone now. (laughs) And and so I just really believe, you know, most churches can't hand prosperity, but they can handle persecution. Say that again. Yeah, most churches can't handle prosperity, but they can handle persecution. Okay. And, And persecution and problems is not our enemy. It's a friend we fail to appreciate. That's right. Mm. So I think <laughs> someone said just previously in the hour, we need to learn to dream again. And I said, because if you're not dreaming again, it's a nightmare in bed. And that's now the time we need to wake up. We need to look up. We need to stand up and we need to speak out because Schwarzenegger was not the first to say, I'll be back. It was Jesus. <laughs> and the king is on its way. And God bless her. The queen just died, but the king is alive and well. I love it. And by the way, I'm going to have the honor to preach tomorrow at a Family Life Center in Vista, California yeah. at yes. 11 a.m. And uh, yeah. if you're anywhere within River, driving River distance. Family Church. Yeah, River Family Church, Vista. Vista, California. Family 10 a.m. I'm sorry. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And uh I, I tell you, come on by. God gave me a word. So just come on out. It's going to be amazing. But and it's just a delight to be back with you today. Thank you, Frank. You know, one of the things you're mentioning there are really the, some of the contents of your your brand new book called Urgency. We're going to talk more about that. It's actually the number one new release from Amazon as a from a Christianity and evangelistic 
uh, category. We'll talk more about that because much of what you're going to share in the following segments are really tied to the contents of this book that you wrote because there was an urgency in your spirit. And you say, Lord, what should I call the book? Oh, urgency. And there it is. We're going to talk more about that. And uh, we're going to have uh, Michelle Winder doing color commentary. And, uh, of course, it's, it's always good um, to have Ruth Shelton hand, handy in case she wants to give some uh, color commentary as well. But my listening friend, we're going to find out about not only the book called Urgency, but the thing that's going on in your heart right now called Urgency when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on Praise. Back again, my friends, and we are digging into stuff. And somebody who's a pretty good digger into stuff is a guy named Frank Shelton. Uh, He's a a world-renowned, and he's... He, I'm going to make him try to make him blush. It doesn't. He's hard to bl- make blush. But one of the world-renowned evangelists. I, in my eye, you know, there are people that evangelize on behalf of their church or the denomination, and that's okay. But now is the time to evangelize, evangelize for the world. Yes. And you know, Billy Graham was the guy who didn't evangelize for a denomination. He evangelized to bring people into the kingdom and into a personal relationship with God. So Frank, it's so good to have you with me on literally in the studio instead of calling from long distance away, and, and we're, we're also talking about things that are urgent, which bespeaks of your the book title that you have, so I know you have some plans about talking about that, but you wanted, what did you want to happen beforehand, Frank Sheldon? Well, first of all, I just want to thank you publicly, both you and Michelle, for graciously writing an endorsement for the book. Oh, thank you. And, um, you know, just having your input spoke volumes, I remember, you know, you with rock your red carpet and connecting with Hollywood A-list stars and then just your passion with God and country. And you were just at Mar Largo on an invite mm-hmm. and, you know, you guys are touching the world and uh, your passion for Israel. You bring a lot Thank to you. the table. And um, some of you know my story, but Kaz, you and Michelle know um, directly. I, I was booked as an evangelist after 20 years on Capitol Hill in 2020, I was booked to preach in 10 countries in 12 months. I just preached to 120,000 at yes. Nelson Mandela Soccer Stadium. Uh, Ruth and I had the honor. I'm ministering to President Daniel Ortega, communist Nicaragua. Mm. Uh, his wife, the first lady, invited me to preach five days in five cities. Oh, my. I'm, I'm washing the feet of mayors. I'm laying hands on Daniel Ortega. We saw hundreds come to Christ. That's February 2020. March 2020, I am booked on a plane by myself to fly to Pakistan to preach to 150,000 Muslims. Remarkable story, Frank. Ten miles from where they killed Osama bin Laden. Oh, my. And they told me the Taliban was going to be on the rooftops when I preached. People ask me why I shop at Walmart. (laughs) I shop at Walmart because you preach the gospel. Target's already on my back. Amen. (laughs) And um, they told me you can come, but you probably won't come home. So just in three months, Africa, Nicaragua, Pakistan, and three friends, one of them was a chaplain to members of Congress, another one was a Billy Graham colleague, and the other was Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Yes. Three of them without knowing the other conversations. My parents didn't even know I was boarding the plane. I was told, don't let the enemy know where you're at till your wheel's up coming back. It was like a Rambo mission. Oh, my. And my wife cried for two weeks. She didn't want me to get on the plane, but as an Mm -hmm. evangelist, I knew the time was short. I knew the walls were closing. 
And I felt like in the first Star Wars in 77 when the trash compactor was closed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why I have in Days of Our Lives Hourglass because I know we're in the bottom of the night. Yes. Uh, on, on the front cover of his book, by the way, which Amazon says is the number one new release for Christianity and evangelism, Frank Shilton. And you, your subtitle after you, the title of Urgency is Heaven or Hell. And that's really the topic. I had a publicist in Nashville told me, hey, can we water it down a little bit? And and I said, no, no. That, that's where we're at. <laughs> it's exactly and where said, we're at. they said, can you come up with a new design other than the game clock? I said, no, we're about out of time. It's an hourglass. Yeah. And there, there, there's a, you can almost count the grains in the top part of the hourglass because it is so close to the end of time. Now, now I do want to give some hope. When I say whether the bottom of the ninth or the top of the ninth, it's late in the game. Yes, but very Jesus late said, in the Having game. done all stand, he said, occupy till I come. He said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? And the kicker was, he said, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Hebrews, you know, the church, the pastor who is woke to culture is asleep to Christ. Say that again slowly. My listening friend, I want you to pay attention. Right, Michelle? Amen. (laughs) Say it again slowly. Those who are woke to culture are asleep to Christ. My. I mean, we resemble Rip Van Winkle. We've been asleep at the wheel. You know, at least that guy eventually got up. So now the time is, you know, for us to swing for the fence. But anyways, having said that, I didn't get on the plane 23 hours into that flight to the Middle East, to Lahore. It all made sense. The COVID hit two weeks slow the curve. The president of the United States suspended all travel from the east, and it just saved me a day of my life flying to the Middle East. I would have been stuck in an airport. The crusade oh never happened. Yes. It wasn't that I was afraid of dying, but I couldn't afford not trying. But yes. the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. So yes. when they walked me off the plane, at first I felt like a loser because I'm a Ferrari with no brakes. See, <laughs> ministry <laughs> minus urgency equals catastrophe. So when the bottom fell out and there was the two weeks slow the curve, I knew they were lying day one. Yeah. But I had friends said, Frank, you got an award at the United Nations. You worked in four White Houses. You've been on Air Force One. You've flown on Air Force Two. You were on staff with the Grams. You have a way to pick. Hollywood politics and ministry and throw them together yeah. within time prophecy. And, 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 you know, just like you guys, it's a gift. And uh, they said, write a book. And in four weeks, I typed 235 pages yes. in four weeks. I think I remember that process. Oh, man, hmm. we, we were rolling. Well, there was an urgency. There was. And, I, and to be <laughs> right, quite Michelle. honest, you know, at one time I wanted to protect the president. That's where our family comes from, protecting the last 26 U.S. presidents of 28. Yes. But I felt like God said, Frank, you know, it was noble and you could have done it. You know, I didn't want you to protect the president. I wanted you to protect the general public. Oh, my. So Mm. when I started to just share what the Lord had showed me, um, and as an evangelist, you know, it's to preach Jesus is not a way. He's the only way. Yes. But when the book came out and then we unpacked some stuff, um, and I also want to say this on record, those of us who went after souls before the pandemic, are the ones you probably should tune into in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So in this whole trust the science, the Lord said, no, you better trust the Savior. Yes, yes, yes. And so the answer wasn't vaccination. The answer is still salvation. Yes. And uh, so having said that, you know, in the last days, Revelation says, by our sorcery will all men be deceived. The word sorcery comes the word pharmacia. Everyone now knows what we wrote two years ago is the word pharmaceutical. And if you're going to get high on anything, it better not be crack. It better be Christ. Oh, my. And yes. if we're going to get high, there's no high like the most high. So That's we're right. just praying blessings on all. But for those of my friends who were asleep 
Now's the time to wake up. I yes. want to encourage you to get back into church. You know, we're doing revivals across the country. And, um, you know, if you're not at a biblically-based church, yes. now's the time to find a new church. Yes. I'm going to ask you, Michelle, yeah. Bibli- you know, you, you got to pay close attention to every word he says, a mm-hmm. biblically-based church. There are people that are proclaiming church, and they're proclaiming Christ, but it's their version of church. It is their version of Christ, and it has a lot to do with... Uh, listening to what the government is saying and acquiescing to what the government is saying and still calling yourself a Christian environment and doing Christian things. Any quick thoughts? We've got about uh, a minute and a half. Absolutely. Well, I absolutely agree with you because what's happened is there's such a whitewashed Christianity. And I think a lot of it does get back to the fact that people are not reading the Word of God. That's right. People don't want to waste their two minutes in the morning to read a scripture. They want to go to church on Sunday once in a while if they feel like it. And be fed, spoon fed. There are a bunch of big, fat, drooling babies that are absolutely can't protect themselves right now. That's right. We're going to talk about that in the last segment as well. My listening friend, I want you to be where at the top of the hour, we're going to switch from uh, uh, Frank being the co-host and and, uh, Michelle and I doing color commentary to vice versa. Michelle is going to be doing the co-hosting things. And Frank, you and I are going to be kind of doing... Color commentary as though it were a sports <laughs> environment. But you've got so much more to share about the book Urgency. And Michelle and I, we can tell you because we wrote forwards in this uh, wonderful book that it's a powerful book. So uh, you got about, well, actually, depending on which clock I look at, it's, it was time for us to go to a commercial break. And you're going to tell us more about the book Urgency, my friend. And it's time for you to take on the topic of urgency in your own life and times because God has big plans for you. <laughs> we'll talk more about that when we come right the back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. And I am back with a content that is worthy of not only listening to now, but checking the podcast out uh, on going to uh, Come Together San Diego uh, at kprz.com or Come Together San Diego in your search engine, and all of a sudden you will see uh, this broadcast, and you can scroll down and you can find out the different broadcast podcasts that are happening. Where It's hard to compete with Michelle Winder and her podcast endeavor uh, at Live at 5, and the name of the podcast is... Unredacted Truth. Unredacted Truth, Amen. so look that up. So, so Frank, uh, you and I, we're, and Michelle is in the background giving input, but you and I are going to talk a little bit about closing down the, the topic of urgency, we're not closing it down. We're encouraging you to go buy the book <laughs> yeah. and, and listen to what uh, the urgency is all about because you, you will read many things in the book and you go, yeah, but I was wondering about that. And then, you know, I think there's going to be uh, at least uh, a recollection of a famous person coming into the studio and we're going to have a little chat about that. So I'm going to let you take Wait, it from here. Let me pitch it real quick to Michelle. Michelle, you said something that came up to you two times recently, confirmation from the Lord. Michelle Winder. Yes. So I have to say, Frank is a little bit prophetic here. He came out with this book, Urgency. Well, about, you guys know that the Lord gives me words, literally like words, like one word, and it will just be uh, for a season. And it had been suddenly for such a long time. And all of a sudden, the other day, I was on the phone with my daughter, and the Lord gave me the word urgency. And just like it was, I was talking to her And God just put it in my mind. It wasn't 
anything we were talking about. And I look up and there's Frank's book sitting on the shelf. You see it? Some of you guys have it already. Anyway, um, and I just thought, yeah, Frank's prophetic. He he wrote this book. I just found out almost a year and a half ago, which I can't believe it's been that long. I, I know God's shortening the time, shortening the days. But anyway, um, yeah, so listen to this guy. He is He hasn't talked about his connection with um, Capitol Police in D.C., but he comes from a long line, and he has God has put him in strategic places because he knows he can count on him to speak unredacted truth. Yes. And um, that's not just a word or a term or a catchy phrase. That is, we need to stop redacting the truth. Yes. That that doesn't get us anywhere except in a big mess of a, mess of a swamp. Yes. Well, that means so much. I was on staff for five years with Dr. Billy Graham. Yes, you have. And Dr. Graham never made fun of anyone publicly, and knowing him, he probably didn't make fun of anyone privately. Uh, Before he retired, at the height of his career, he was invited to hear a young preacher preach. And they had high hopes for this guy, thinking this is going to be someone extremely special. And after he preached, someone leaned into Dr. Graham and said, well, what do you think of this one? And Billy Graham said, he'll never make it. And they said, puzzled like do you detect a moral failure like how could you say this young guy that we have high hopes for Mm -hmm. isn't going to make it and billy graham said quote he won't make it because there's no urgency oh my when he preaches yes wow you know dr graham would go from a joke to jesus and when he gave an altar call they didn't walk they ran that wasn't manipulation it was ministry motivation yes because there were times Dr. Graham didn't even know if he'd finished the sermon before the Savior split the sky. Uh-huh. And, you know, we got to get back to having that passion yes. um, mm-hmm. to point, you know, with clarity. You know, there is a hidden alarm that we've all heard at this table. And it's the fire alarm that's been going off. And then there's family members that you've had across the table at holidays. Come and it's on. like they can't hear it. Yes. And then it's like, you know, so firemen run into buildings when everyone else is coming out. And in love, we're just sounding the alarm. And fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear, Say that again. Yeah. Fear, fear is false evidence appearing real. real. Fear oh. honors the devil. Faith honors God. And and there's still some time on the game clock. But, you know, it's not like, much. Not much. It's not like much. the Noah's Ark. The Ark is symbolic yes. of of God's grace. And the moment that door shuts, it's game over. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of preachers have been preaching as if they had 30 years to make a point. The evangelist has 30 minutes to make a point. Or maybe even 30 seconds. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm and, teasing and, a little bit, but not really. And so right. now's the time for preachers to preach it hot. Someone once said, show me a polar bear in the pulpit, and I'll show you ice cubes in the pew. <laughs> if, if the preacher's arrogant, the crowd's arrogant. If he's on fire, they're going to get on fire. Yes. See, true leadership is caught more than taught. But um, Jensen Franklin eloquently said, he said, quote, he said, Christianity can survive without America, but America cannot survive without Christianity. Say that again. My listening Amen. friends, those of you who are living in the United States of America, realize that we're at a crystal, uh, a, a turning point, and yeah. it needs to turn one direction or another. And if you are a believer in the Lord, you can impact that direction, Frank. Yeah, Christianity can survive without America, but America, America. cannot survive without Christianity. Yes. I was born President's Day weekend. My son was born Inauguration Day. My mother was born Fourth of July. If you cut our <laughs> veins, they bleed red, white, and blue. Yeah. I love America. I love the last four letters of American. Yes. 
because they spell I can. I love it. And with God's help, I can, you can, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. But as much as I love the red, white, and blue, my message is Jesus, rich red blood, died for Y-O-U. Oh, my, my. So the answer is not just that America would be saved, but that Americans would be saved. I I love what my dear friend Mm. Dr. Todd Coconato said out of Nashville. He said, we get made fun of of being Christian nationalists, but the alternative are global atheists. Oh, my. Global atheists. And in love, the answer is not in Gates. It's not in the globalists. It's not in the government. It's in Almighty God. Yes. Frank, wait a minute. Hang on for a second. I'm sensing something unusual happening here. You're a guy who loves... People that are godly leaders of leaders, and you've had some some favorite people in your in your life, and you yeah, and you do uh, voice in uh, uh, voice. I don't know what they're impersonations. Impersonations. I th- I had a sense when you were talking about Dr. Billy Graham that some of the things that he has said are burning so much in your heart and soul that you might like to impersonate him for our listening friends, and uh, we can have a discussion uh, with you understanding Dr. Billy Graham, and I'll just be uh, a journalist asking you questions. Is that okay? Excuse me. You don't even look like yourself anymore. What, what, what's going on? Uh, are you Frank Sheldon? Because this is Billy Graham. Well, Dr. Graham, what an honor to talk with you. No, the honor is mine. Oh, my. You know, I've preached all over the globe, but there's never been an urgency that we have experienced as we do today. My, my. And today, for you, was a few years ago, but now you're looking back and you're going, I'm not surprised that this is happening because there have been, has been trends that have been uh, adverse to God and godliness. Where did you see this in your earlier career, Dr. Graham? Well, I got a lot of wisdom from my wife, Ruth. <laughs> Frank has a Ruth. I was married to Ruth for 70 years. And she's in heaven today, and I've been ruthless ever since. <laughs> but I'd like to send you some literature, right, Billy Graham? That's all the address you'll need. <laughs> you know, I've been in front of Harvard and Hollywood and the homeless and heads of state. I told JFK that Christ was the answer. And maybe you're listening today, and I want to just tell you that the answer is not government, it's God. When I preached at the National Cathedral, I said the terrorists may have knocked down our walls, but our foundation is intact. I privately was with Ronald Reagan. I'd like to tell you what I told him. Well, my name's Ronald Reagan. (laughs) You know, God, Will called us to be that city shining on a hill. The problem is when we take our eyes off of God, Will, we're no longer that city shining on a hill, but we have turned dark. Oh, my. We've turned our back on, well, God himself. And, you know, the answer is in Christ alone. That's good. President Reagan, while I have you here, we've got about 30 seconds left on this segment. Uh, So what would you say to our listeners? Many of you are old enough to remember Ronald Reagan, a remarkable man in California and also a remarkable man in Washington, D.C. You've observed things, Mr. President. What would you say as a word of encouragement and caution for our listeners as I have to take a break, Mr. President? Well, if we take America for granted, well, our days are numbered. More than ever, we need to get back in the book. I'm not talking Facebook, and I'm not talking any other book. I'm talking the holy book, because 
Well, Nancy was right. When we get our eyes on God and realize God has never taken his eyes off us, we can do not some things. We can do all things. Oh, my. And if we've ever needed God, it's now. My, my. Wow. Mm. A visit from Billy Graham, Ronald Reagan, and Frank Shelton. Thank you, Frank, for doing this. <laughs> my listening friend, we'll be back very shortly because we have more to come, and we're going to get some insights right. from uh, Michelle Winder, too. Uh, and she, she's a remarkable gal, and she's got some insights like crazy, and we're going to open the microphone for her. And Frank Shelton, or I don't know, you may be the president or Billy Graham in, in your, your color commentary. We don't even know. Are you geared for that, uh, Michelle Winder? I am geared. <laughs> and uh, it's so wonderful to have Ruth in the studio with us as well. Frank Shelton, are you geared up for this? We're going to have to do color commentary Absolutely. with Michelle, the Michelle Winder. <laughs> We're going to talk more about this and so much more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. I knew this was going to be an incendiary broadcast. And probably when I think about incendiary, the name of Michelle Moore Winder comes to mind because she she's a podcaster and she does a an outreach called The Unredacted Truth. And unredacted truth means lay it on the line, tell it like it is. And every time I listen to her podcast, which is frequently, she lays it on the line. But she also doesn't uh, um, disregard the value of the of the biblical truths. And she says, really, the only way that you can be where the Lord wants you and he can use you most powerfully is through your relationship with the Lord. Right, Michelle Amen. Winder? Amen. Absolutely. That literally, the word of God is the only truth. There I mean, go. we have... We have variations of it, but his word is the only real truth. Yeah, and one of the things I appreciate is God's word is the real truth, and we are still looking through a glass darkly. But when I come shoulder to shoulder with Frank Shelton, the evangelist Frank Shelton and his wife— his Ruth. better half. Yeah. And when I come shoulder to shoulder with you, Michelle, we And each, my better half. And your better half. And my better half and I, when we come shoulder to shoulder with you, each one of us has a nuance that the other one doesn't have. And together, we have a greater uh, uh, abundance of truth than singularly. So, you know, the scripture right. says in Hebrews, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as manner of some is, but so much the more you see the day approaching. The day not only is approaching, it it approacheth right now. Oh, yeah. And that means we have to be arm in arm, side by side. Right, Michelle? Amen. Right, Frank? Amen. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to hand the baton to you, Michelle. And, uh, you know, the name of your your podcast is Unredacted Truth, live at five on weekdays. uh, And you deal a lot with advocacy for women and children's safety. Uh, So many different topics, but you, 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 you don't... It's unredacted. So I'm going to hand right. it to you and be unredacted, Michelle Winder. Thank you. Longtime Thanks friend. Thanks for having me, Kaz. You I appreciate bet. it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it, there's never been a more important time to get the whole truth. And we have lived in this woke society yes. for, it's been happening literally since 1910. They've been slowly brainwashing us, but it's gotten so bad that you can say, I'm a fluffy dog. And then everybody has to go along with it and say, okay, Michelle's a fluffy dog because she believes so. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes. If I'm a human being, if I'm a woman, I am a woman. And you can call yourself whatever you want. But 
you are what God made you. God is the one who has the ultimate say of everything. Yes. So the we need unredacted truth. We need people to stop. And everybody knows it's not a fluffy dog. That's a woman. But everybody's afraid to say anything. They're afraid they're going to be blacklisted. So what? If we're all blacklisted, is that really going to happen? Yes, mm-hmm. that's a good point. So it's just, it kind of makes me crazy. You know, I get really passionate about, <laughs> really passionate when I talk. But yes, um, yeah, so there is just, there's so much going on in the world right now. And God is about to show himself strong. Yes. And God told me in 2018 that he would show himself strong as he did at Mount Carmel. Over the last two months, God has been saying, no, I'm not going to show myself as I did at Mount Carmel. I am going to go beyond above and beyond that. I am going to move. I'm going to speak because not only we were talking earlier People have lost the holiness of the Lord. Yes. People have lost the power of the Lord. If he whispers, go, you're gone. You're done. If if he says, time's up, you're committed to hell for eternity, that happens. Oh, so, so many people are living like, well, you know, I'm going to know. You guys know, well, I don't know if you guys know, but Kaz knows, I literally physically died on January 6th of 06. I know for a fact that we don't know when our last day is. Right. I I was perfectly healthy before that and then had a flu shot. Big spoiler alert, had a flu shot, died from it. But we don't know when our last day is. So as Frank says, urgency, even if Jesus doesn't come back for another 30 years, which I think is, I think he's going to come back way before that. But even if he doesn't, None of us in this room can say we are going to live beyond tonight. None of us. We do not know. We can be healthy. We can be safe. We can be hiding in our little apartment, afraid of every virus and everything out there. That doesn't mean God can't say, today I require your life of you. But the urgency, Frank, using the term of your book, but the urgency is really knowing the character. If you know the character of God and you read his word, but you also have Holy Spirit within you stirring you, then you're on the right track. And one of the things that we find that the enemy... The enemy has uh, had a long time to prepare his uh, his own defense, and he knows how to make things sound godly and holy, but they are... Uh, counterfeit. They're, 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 thank you, counterfeit. There are things that are fit for the kingdom, and there are th- those things that are counterfeit for the kingdom. And right. my friend, if you have, know the Lord, and the only way you can actually get to know this more greatly, digging in His Word, having Holy Spirit, and then being left and right with other people that have uh, a love for the Lord, and they can give you nuances that you hadn't had before. But we're lacking in that, Michelle, and it Absolutely. aggravates me. It really aggravates And listening to your show, I'm going, a breath of truth, and even if, if this truth has been costly for you, you've you've donated much of your time, much, much of your time these past few years in doing this unredacted truth and digging into sources and resources that people will go, I had no clue. And the tendency when they hear what you have to say, they go, she's full of it. Nah, uh-uh. Listen to her. Listen to her heart for being factual. It's remarkable. Unredacted truth and live at five on weekdays on Michelle uh, how, how's it go? Michelle Moore, Moore Winder. Winder. I have my maiden name in there because there are other Michelle Winders. Yes. So, my so name's in the lay it on us. We've got about two, two or three minutes in this segment. Where are we going, Michelle? Well, I'll tell you, I, again, in something I've taught 
for as long as I can remember being a Christian, that we need to be ready today for the Lord to come back in our life. Yes. Every day, because do we want to stand before him and say, well, you know what? Ah, oh, that person, I wasn't going to get that job. I wasn't get that person wasn't going to like me, whatever. So we need to be ready. But right now, God is calling his people who know him, who do trust in his word, who knows what he says. We know his love and his safety. Every, every story in the Bible is historically factual. It's yes. the most historically um, reliable book ever written yes. of all time. I've done all the research and every story. He doesn't say when, there, when something's happening, think of Esther. A lot of people are talking about Esther lately and you guys know, I just finished it um, like two weeks ago. God, God's timing is always perfect yes. too. And the thing is, he doesn't say, okay, well, I know the problem, so I'm just going to rescue you. Mm-hmm. So you just sit there and go hide in your apartment and put your mask on and I'll come rescue you. No. God says, okay, this is what you have to do. Esther, you need to go before the king. You need to perhaps put your life on the line. Come on. But you know me. You trust me. You're my daughter. I'm going to take care of you. Perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Exactly. When, when Mordecai said that to Esther, he... God was speaking through him. God was telling her, you do this. You know I'm going to... And and as Mordecai said, God is going to send a redeemer. That's right. And if it's not you, you're in your, you and your family are going to perish. And I hope everyone, everyone knows Haman was hung on his own gallows. Yes. Big deal. The big deal is God through Mordecai said... God will rescue the Jews, but you and your family will mm, perish because you had an opportunity to save them, to yes, go before yes, the king. Yes. And if you don't do it, someone else will. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I found that throughout my life where God calls me to do something, write a book, gives me the name, gives me the title. I lag, somebody else writes it. Yes. And I'm like, why didn't I do it? Yes. It's that constant are we in obedience? No one wants to talk about obedience. So one of the things that you said on uh, Unredacted Truth a few programs ago, you talked about the children of Israel carrying the ark, <clears throat> carrying the ark and going you know, th- through the Red Sea mm-hmm. and also going through the Jordan River. Right. And you said the people that were carrying the ark, the priests that were carrying the ark, the front guy had to take his a step of faith into that water and trust that he was not going to drown because the Lord told him to move forward. And this is where we are in many ways. And and, and then scripture talks about uh, Moses and and Joshua. I've given you the land. Now go take it. Right. But I thought you've given it to me. Right. My friend, it's not uh, him doing it all. It is basically him handing the baton to his kids and us doing it through his empowerment, through his Holy Spirit, and arm in arm with one another. And that's where we are, Michelle. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you bringing these news uh, briefs to us to make us go, oh, we need to fess up. We need to make some changes. I I love that you (laughs) brought up what I brought up because people don't, you hear the story all the time of the Red Sea parting. It wasn't this big Red Sea parted and they walked through. No, they had to take a step of faith, step into the raging water. That's right. And where are we right now? Yes, yes, yes. Then it parted. So are we the leaders whom God has called to step into the river so that all those people can follow us through? That's right. Can we talk about this in the next segments? Yes. And I'm going to have you with some unredacted truth Ooh, yeah. facts because 
uh, you know what I'm a, I'm, I'm a broadcaster and a journalist as well, and so I'm going to dig deeply into some of these things. My listening friends, some of you are not going to have heard this before, and you need to be aware. And I'm not saying you have to believe it, but just search it out. Yes. Search it out, and then Holy Spirit will confirm and deny things, and we'll just move on from here together. Amen. My listening friend, Michelle Winder, is going to join me as well as Frank Shelton and his beautiful wife, Ruth, when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Yes, indeed. Second hour of Come Together San Diego. And uh, get ready to uh, buckel up because some of the things you're going to be hearing now, you may have never heard them before, at least in this context. But, you know, Michelle Winter is here of uh, Unredacted Truth. You know, one of the scriptures I like to use is in Acts 17. It says uh, the you can be a Berean or a Thessalonican. And a Thessalonican... Right. Uh, uh, a Berean received all things with readiness of mind, and then he searched the scriptures daily to see if they are so. And your unredacted truth requires people to search the scriptures and the truths daily to see if the things that you're espousing are so. And yes. it's not like, do not listen to those things because you just need to believe me. That's what the enemy does. Right. Oh, well, you have to believe me. You say, you know, some of these things I'm not absolutely sure on. You dig out, you're responsible before the Lord, and, and right. you can't say, well, Michelle told me. And that doesn't work. Right. So I, I always tell people, I am not here to tell you how to think or what to think. I'm here to tell you to think. <laughs> Just think. Exactly God right. gave us incredible brains. And like any other muscle, <laughs> if you don't exercise it, it's going to shrivel and die. Yes. Yes. Frank Sheldon, the color commentator with me. Any thoughts before we set Michelle Winder uh, free to do her unredacted truth of the <laughs> present times? Frank? No, I am a talker, but when Michelle speaks, I'm taking notes. So you go right ahead. E.F. <laughs> Hutton. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Michelle. Uh, there's some hot stuff going on right now, right now. And I want you to bring people yes. up to speed. And I don't mind if you ruffle a few feathers because I'm still going. We're going oh, good. Talking. Acts 17 uh, is, is a, be, are you a Thessalonican or oh, are you a Berean? If you're a Berean, then you need to, you know, Receive all things with the readiness of mind, and then search the scriptures to see if they're so. So, Michelle, when your okay. unredacted truth, lay it on us. All right. So, I'm. I usually, I very rarely can speak with no rules whatsoever. So, this is amazing because I think there are some things that perhaps your listeners don't know that they need to know. One thing, and I hate to go all the way back to 1910, but very quickly, you need to know that this has all been planned. Yes. This. Scamdemic, and and I know people get mad that I say scamdemic. No, this is a scam. This was planned. And this all goes back to 1910 when a group of elites, like the elites in the world, got together. They formed the Federal Reserve. And I know if you've been following me at all, you know this. But for those of you who have never heard this, the Federal Reserve is a private institution of elites. Those who were against it, those elites who were against it, remember all the elites were invited to take a trip on the, on the Titanic. Titanic. Yes. Those who were against it 
took the trip on the and Titanic. And some of them that were for it were, were supposed to go on it, but they didn't right. make it. They got tickets and they didn't make it. <laughs> they, for some reason, at the last minute canceled and then the Titanic went down. So mm. I'm just going to fast forward to 1964, the very first thing on the agenda. They realized that to get people under their thumb, and a lot had happened before 64, but to me, 64 was the turning point. That is when they said, if people have a God, a powerful God, the God, then they're never going to go along with these, this pressure, this control. So the strategy had to be take God away from them. Take, take God out take of school. Take your Judeo-Christian yep. values, yep. G-O-N-E, gone. Yes. Take God out of school. Take prayer out of school. Take the flag out of schools eventually, which they did by the time my kids were in high school. My. And all these things that they have plotted up to New World Order. So what I wanted to share, because Kaz and I were talking about this the other day, there is a man, and I don't want to say a gentleman because he is not, he is a Satan-worshipping demon named Yuval Noah Harari, and he is the um, the advisor to... Bill Gates and George Soros and George Soros to, George Soros, to <sighs> Klaus Schwab <sighs> of the World Economic Forum. Now, they call it the World Economic Forum because they know that many of us have caught on to the New World Order. Don't be deceived. This is the New World Order called the World Economic Forum. Davos in Switzerland every year where the meters leaders meet. This is all planning for our destruction Agenda 2020, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. These and Project are all paperclip and all, of, I mean, all this stuff. All of them. Yeah. So many operations. There are tons of them. The Rockefeller Foundation, the UN. All of these things are a matter of public record. You can go on to United States, whitehouse.gov, to different government sites, and you can pull up these things and read them for yourself. I'm not trying to deceive anyone. Why would I? What do I have to gain from this? My point is we have been duped, and it's time to take back our sovereignty as children of the King of Kings because we have allowed these demons to run Everything that's happening around us. And do you know, my? I had a, have a friend who's very high up in the CIA, and he said, Michelle, he's a good guy. He said, Michelle, the thing that shocked these cabalites about this whole scamdemic is they said, we can get the world to go around along with it, put on a mask, get a vax, but Americans will never do it. They said Americans will never do it. There are too many Christians. There are too many godly people. There are too many wise people. People will not put on a mask. They will not go for this. And guess what? Their biggest surprise was that Americans folded immediately. Put on, Okay, I'll wear a mask. Okay, I'll get the vac. You want me to have four boosters? Now you want me to have a booster every month? And don't think that's not on the agenda. It is on to have the a, agenda. And a, a booster every <clears throat> single month. It's all public yeah. record. That's right. And look, and, at, and look at ahead, all the Frank. kids that have been dropping like flies. Yes. Professional kids. athletes. For the first time in history, the number one cause of death beyond heart disease is sudden adult, sudden adult death syndrome, SADS, they're calling it. It is also known as unknown causes. So we went from SIDS to SADS. Yep. SIDS to SADS because SIDS was also caused by vaccines. That's and right. I don't care what anyone says. 
It's been proven. It's been documented. It's been, they know it. Fauci knows it. Gates knows it. NIH knows it. CDC knows it. FDA knows it. They all know it. They're getting paid. They're getting rich on it. And if you read between the lines, even Fauci and many of the other doctors and and people in in pharmaceuticals and things like that, if you know where to read in their documentation, it's there. Right. It's absolutely there. They love it. Demons love to forecast their moves. They love to forecast their moves. President Trump does not. Now, this is what we need to remember. President Trump is a master of the art of war. He is not letting his enemy see what he's doing. He's not even letting us see what he's doing. But if you, I wish I'd have brought the comms that he dropped last night. By comms, you mean? Communications. Okay. Which in, in, but he's getting so blatant to the American people to know he's got this covered. He's got us. And we are going to be okay. But I'll tell you what. If your life isn't right with the Lord, again, today could be your last day. Tonight could be your last night. And we don't know. We're still waiting for something to happen. It's the 24th. Many of us have received the word of the 24th. Something besides Chi resigning or Chi being arrested, excuse me. Besides that, something major happened today or is going to. Well, and also, uh, my forte is understanding uh, trying to understand the biblical, the biblical days, months, years, and the seasons and things like that. We're entering into, <clears throat> on Saturday, Frank is going to be teaching at the River Family Church in Vista. And that, Sunday. That e- did I say, I didn't yeah, mean Sunday. Saturday, I mean now is Saturday, but Sunday. Uh, in the evening is the beginning of Yom Teruah, the blowing of the, the trumpet blast. And that's the beginning of a brand new year from a Hebrew biblical standpoint. Uh, 5782 going into 5783. But this is a big deal. It's a transition of a year. But is it a transition of a nation? I believe it's. I believe it's actually the transition of an era. Oh. So God spoke that to me, probably a month ago. That we weren't just heading into a new year. We were heading into a new era. I like it. Can we talk more about that in the next segments? Please. My my listening friend, <laughs> Michelle Moore Winder Winder uh, on. Redacted Truth and her live at five weekday broadcasts. Uh, check them out on her Facebook page, Michelle Moore Winder. We'll talk more about that and so much more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and I'm so thrilled to have Michelle Moore Winder, podcaster of Unredacted Truth, and her live at five weekday broadcasts on her Facebook page. Just look for Michelle Moore Winder, and you will find them typically around 5 o'clock, right, Michelle? 5 p.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. And Frank... Frank Shelton, he's, he's so many things, a world-renowned evangelist, ah, te- teasing him just a little bit, but it's so true. But, you know, also the author of a book called Urgency, subtitle, Heaven or Hell. And when Michelle was talking about some of these things, it may have been having to do with uh, vaccination or it may have something to do with a number of things that she mentioned in the previous segment. You go... I already talked about that in my book as well. Yeah. Why don't you use that and we'll springboard that into Michelle. Well, first of all, you know, who who you hang out with is what you become. But God did allow us to really connect in advance. We heard about, um, you know, everything you said about the, the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts and uh, where we get Fidel Sassoon. Those were the families 
um, what you said, 1910, and I love we knew about the 1912 Titanic. Um, and then the Federal Reserve, there was a pivot right after the it went down. Right. Um, but the Davos, Switzerland, you know, the elites coming, invite only. And you're also seeing heads of state that have been handpicked. It's not that they were right. Captain Charisma. Respectfully, they've sold their soul to be in the pawns mm-hmm. they're at. Yeah. Right. And so everything, the timeline, you know, you know, all that was in there. And yeah, they, people think that Christians, because, you know, we're not supposed to make waves or things like that. We are, but, yeah. we, but we also, uh, our obligation is to know the truth and the truth. Should yes. Be free. yes. But a lot of us are receiving what other people who have no credentials in being truth tellers or yes. they pretend that they do are telling you things. And, you know, we always have to believe the government. We have to believe our doctors. We have to believe our school teachers. We have to believe, you know, even our pastors. Without question, the truth right. of the matter is we have to be willing to uh, question things based yes. on Bible points of view. I'm going to hand it back to you, Michelle. And we need to judge every minute of every day. Wow. I am so sick of the urban myth that we are not to judge. Oh, yes, we are. God's word is clear that we are to judge. We are to be introspective and make sure that our own Plank is out of our own eye before we start judging others. But we do need to judge, and he's clear about judging. We judge whether we get up in the morning. We judge whether we feel like going to work or not. We judge whether we decide to brush our teeth. We make judgments every single single day, and we're not judging anyone's eternal salvation. (laughs) But short of that, we are judging fruit all day long. Yes. And so, so go ahead. Can you imagine Jesus? So you said, yeah, we're not, you know, as Christians, you're not supposed to make waves. You're not supposed to, uh, can you imagine if Jesus weren't confrontational and didn't make waves, none of us would be here today. That's well, right. He, he flipped a table or two. Yeah. And he stood up for righteousness. He didn't say, oh, come on. I know you don't believe me. And I know, no, Jesus spoke truth. And that's why so many people turned away from following him. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, um, oh, there was something else you said that hit me. Oh, that so many people quote the little piece of scripture right. from John eight thirty two. You shall, or the truth shall set you free. Mm -hmm. But they don't ever talk about 831, which says, if, if, if you abide in my word, then you shall know the truth. That's right. And the truth, that truth shall set you free. You know, there's a scripture, Michelle, in, in, uh, I think it's Second Timothy, uh, all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for proof, for doctrine, for instruction of righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished into every good work. But here's the, here's the point. A lot of people say, yeah, so I'm taking this Scripture and I'm using it. It says all Scripture. And if you're not using that Scripture in the context of the yes. fullness of what Scripture means, then you're misapplying it. Yes. Context is king. Yes. And that is how Scientology, you know, we're uh-huh. involved with L.A., Scientology, so many false religions have started because they take scripture out of context and people don't know God's word today. So they don't know that that's out of context. But or or it may be a person whom you revere or at least you say is a respectable. And so I'm I'm, going to have to believe that. Are you kidding me? When you're face to face with the Lord, he doesn't he was not going to say who did what did somebody else say that you're believing? It's what I said through my Holy Spirit to you. You're accountable for that, Michelle. And, you know, it's so funny because. Because God just brought the word 
word urgency to me again as mm-hmm. you were saying that. Yes. There is an urgency for people to understand you're not getting into heaven on your parents' coattails. You're not getting into heaven on your children's coattails. You're not getting into heaven on your pastor's coattails. We have got to wholeheartedly give our lives over to the Lord. And I'm yes. not, we're never going to be perfect until no. we're with the Lord. But on this earth, we need to be so in love with him that we do not want to disappoint him. And I see people who don't want to disappoint their pastor. So they'll do and be and say anything totally inauthentic to please this man. And yet they absolutely could care less what God thinks. Well, you know, a lot of people are saying, Michelle, you're saying eliminate your relationship with the, with the pastor. That's not what you're saying. No. You're just saying, and this goes for every walk of life, I believe, you need to be able to question what people say and hold people accountable and say, you yes. know, you know I, I don't understand what you're saying there, pastor or leader or whomever, or administrator, school administrator, or whatever. You know, here's what my understanding of things is. Prove me wrong on that. I love it. Back to a Berean, yes. which you said yes. earlier, that's being a Berean. And you can test out your pastor that way. If your pastor is not willing, if your pastor says to you that he has the final authority and don't question him, you need to find a new church, which unfortunately there are more of those than there are of good, godly, hey, I will take the time with you. I'll show you in God's word where it says this. This is why I believe this. And maybe it's an interpretation that's a little bit different. But what I found is when we read God's word for what it is and let the Holy Spirit use other scriptures to interpret that word. There you go. You don't have all these questions and, oh, what does this mean? I don't understand this. What? Well, just look at the context of that chapter even, and it totally makes sense. That's right. Not only that, but Holy Spirit is the other component. You know, the the enemy, here's the deal. I've I've discovered this, but the enemy, uh, ever since his fall, he knows the written word. Oh, yeah. In fact, he knows the written word. Better than we do. More more than we do, and he's had thousands of years to make adjustments to fake you out. But he doesn't know how to deal with Holy Spirit. So if you have the written word and Holy Spirit empowering you, then he will lead you into all truth and the enemy is going what's happening next i don't know i don't know what the holy spirit has told that person or is telling those people and all of a sudden god can do the double whammy on the enemy and the enemy goes where did that come from because god's holy spirit stirred it up oh my gosh okay so we're totally off track from what we were going to talk about but i (laughs) I want to mention this (laughs) you guys know i've mentioned god has been giving me so much prophecy lately he's given me prophecy for 30 years at least that I can remember, yeah. but so much lately, word specific, specific words, specific people, specific things, and people are like, oh, you're a prophet. No, I want to clarify, I am not a prophet. I am a spirit-filled child of the king. Amen. Every single spirit-filled child of the king has access to all go. the That's gifts. Right. That's even so you, if my friend. You want, even you. Don't ask me how do I get that gift of prophecy. Ask God for it. He says in His Word, "Ask, I will give it to you." Overflowing, pressed down, and and just abundant. He gives us all the gifts. We can have every single gift. They are all available to all of us who are filled with the Spirit of God. If you're not filled with the Spirit of God, you don't get any of the gifts. I'm sorry to tell you, but you need to be. So maybe tonight is the night, because as I said, we don't know when the Lord is coming back, and we don't know when the when He says, 
your life is over. Yes. Frank, any thoughts? Yeah. I Frank Sheldon. Since we're off script and just totally led by the <laughs> Lord, uh, Michelle, why don't you go ahead right now, take 60 seconds, and just share our listeners, if they've never trusted Christ, how they could do yes, that right and, now. Yes, and, and you, we'll use this as the closing of this segment, and then we're going to close all things uh, in the last segment. So use this six, 60 seconds to encourage our listeners. If they have a relationship, in, embolden that relationship, deepen that relationship. If they don't, jump on in. Now's the time. Awesome. Well, I wanna, I'm want i going to go ahead and face my uh, people over here on Facebook Live because I want this to be a personal thing. You guys, God, he is no respecter of persons. He wants every single one of us to live eternally in his kingdom with him. And I know that heading into these crazy times, you may not have realized that God is real and what his word says is true. But now of all times, there's an urgency. You need to do it now. So first of all, those of you who already know Jesus, I know many have walked away over the years. Maybe someone died you loved. Maybe something happened you didn't understand. Ask God to forgive you and to help you to get over it. He does incredible. I have hours of testimonials I can give you personally that God has done when I've just said, I can't do this. I can't forgive this person. God, you've got to do it. And the miraculous things he's done. So if that's you, ask God not only to fill you with this Holy Spirit afresh, but to give you all the gifts that he offers. If you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. And it is so simple. It is literally as simple as receiving a free gift, free gift, Confess your sins before God. He knows your heart. He knows whether you're lying. So so do a little soul searching. Be sorry for the things that you've done. Ask him to forgive you. He forgives you as far as the east is from the west. And then ask him to give you his son, the blood that his son shed on, shed on the cross for your sins, past, present, and future Tell him you accept that. Repent. Turn your life around. So when you are tempted to sin, you just say, in the name of Jesus, I have power over this. I got to go. So pray. Just ask God to come into your heart and to cover you with the blood of Jesus, and you will be saved. That's right. <clears throat> My listening friend, it's time for us to take a break. But Michelle is going to be back, as is Frank Shelton. We're going to finish off the last segment, and we're going to end with ways that you can find out more about these things. But I hope that you are stirred to go from where you are to where God wants you to be. We're going to talk more about that and so many other things in the last segment of this show when we come right back. back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends. You know, I need to tell you this because uh, it's important. I have a website now that's been designed so that you can contact me and say, you know, I love the show. I hate the show. Here's a recommendation for the show or whatever it is. I want to hear about that so I can orchestrate what I believe Holy Spirit wants me to do through your insights. So that I encourage you to uh, email me. Here it is. It's real simple. It's because the name of the show is Come Together San Diego. So the website is Come Together San Diego 
at kprz.com. Come together, San Diego, at kprz.com. I want to hear from you, and I want you to say, you know, here's an idea for a show, but beware, if you are credible in the topic of the idea, I might call you to be a co-host. Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, we're here with Michelle Winder, Michelle Moore Winder, to tell us more about some insights that she has, and Frank Shelton, and even his wife. We're going to even ask his wife to tell a little bit more about some of the things that are going on uh, from a Spanish standpoint, would you, Ruth, consider doing that near the end of the show? I'm going to have you speak Spanish to our Spanish listeners. Would you do that to help close the show? Of course. Okay, very good. Well, Michelle, uh, Frank, are you ready to jump in? Where Michelle gives you uh, an, a half a second worth of, <laughs> she takes a half a second breath and jumping on in? I'm just thrilled to just be a small part of all of uh, that. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Michelle Winder. Okay, so I just, since we only have a few minutes left, I do want to talk about the whistleblowers and about all the exposures. So you guys know in God's word, he says in multiple places, in multiple ways, everything done in the darkness will be brought Mm -hmm. to light. He says everything that's hidden will be exposed. Um, Secret sins will be shouted from the rooftops. Guys, there, God says it over and over and over and over. Jesus is the light. And there is so much darkness right now, but he is shining the light. It's almost as though a huge spotlight came into across this globe and things are being exposed so quickly. Of course, mainstream media, because they're C underscore a run and they don't want you to know the truth. Um, They don't talk about it, but I want to encourage you that there is so much being exposed and the latest thing that is being exposed by doctors who were bought off doctors who um did keep quiet because they didn't want to lose their licenses or lose their jobs they are now coming out and talking about the dangers of the vaccine Oh, man, did I say it? I forgot I'm on Facebook. So they are coming out and talking about the dangers. The other thing is the latest revelation, and I will tell you, more and more and more whistleblowers are coming forward. Many of them are lining up and said they don't want to speak out until we have a Republican Congress, which they believe will be after November 6th. We'll see. You know how I feel about the midterms. But anyway... Um, the latest thing that has come out that is huge is that hardly anyone died from COVID. Yes. I'm going to repeat that. Hardly anyone died from COVID. The majority of deaths were murder caused by a combination of remdesivir, which was outlawed in the United States in 2015. And then when it's combined with a ventilator, your lungs flew up, fill up with fluid and you drown. I don't say that to cause fear. I don't ca- say that to anyone whose loved one died. They are now prayerfully in the hands of the Lord. But what I will tell you is it has to stop. We can't keep going along with this agenda because, you know, Agenda 2030, there are still Lines upon lines upon lines of new scamdemics, of new things to to um, corrupt us, to try to drag us into their new world order. And their intention is to depopulate this earth. We have almost 8 billion people. They want to depopulate this earth to 500 million 
500 million. Would you let that sink in? And if you don't believe me, you need to read the Rockefeller Papers, Agenda 2030. Uh, Yuval Noah Harari is the one who brags about, with Bill Gates and these others, brags about being able to depopulate with not only these vaccines, but they're also sterilizing women and men with these V's. And the thing is, sick, these doctors are starting to come out and saying 60 to 85% of their pregnant patients who had the V within the first two trimesters, their baby died. That is called spontaneous abortion caused by the V. And that is coming out now. Doctors are saying, forget it. I don't care if I lose my license. I can't sleep anymore. Keeping these lies hidden. My, my. Michelle, you know what you're saying here. It means that people are, and there's, you know, I, I have a suspicion that there are a lot of whistleblowers just ready to blow the whistle yes. if they have just a, a, a level of confidence that they're not going to be laid out to, to dry. I mean, exactly. if you get, you know, if one person says it, it's easy for the bad guys to target you. But right. 100,000 people say it? Or you exactly. can, that's why social media, media is so powerful. That's why your podcast is so powerful. Yes. So, Frank, any quick thoughts? And then we, we have a couple of minutes left yeah and i'm and, gonna have and your... i think michelle would agree but this has not only been a plan of depopulation god told me two years ago it was the battle of the blood oh yes and so where the yes. blood of jesus that is pure without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness or remission of sin uh, a lot of this was also a blood sacrifice to its satanic schemes so wow. the blood of jesus promotes life but the blood tainted or acquired by the devil promotes death he comes to steal kill and destroy and then where we have abortion you know god wants us to live not die would you agree amen absolutely and and the thing is abortion is just modern day sacrificing your children to moloch it is i don't i don't Mm -hmm. care what anyone says i don't care how you try to rationalize it in your spirit you know abortion is wrong so you know, I, I'm so sick of hearing all the excuses. And, yes. Yeah. Now, here, I'm going to take just a moment here, and your wife's name is Ruth, Ruth Sheldon, a remarkable lady, uh, a broadcaster, uh, and a, a woman from El Salvador has some experiences and things like that. But what I'd like, we have a, a Spanish-speaking audience as well. Take, Would you take 30 seconds and use your Spanish uh, tongue to communicate encouragement to uh, those listeners that do speak Spanish. And those of you who don't, bear with us here for this short period of time, and then we're going to come back and close the show. So would you be so kind, Ruth Shelton? Por supuesto. Gracias <laughs> por tenerme aquí en el programa, y quiero agradecer a ustedes por tenernos aquí. Quiero decirles una palabra. Jesús es el camino, la verdad y la vida. Mm. Él dijo, nadie viene al Padre si no es por mí. Si usted ha sido decepcionado, si lo decepcionaron en una iglesia, Jesús nunca lo va a, a, a decepcionar. Él dijo, contigo yo estaré, no te desampararé. Así es que eh, busca a Jesús antes que sea demasiado tarde. Gracias. Oh, my. Thank you so much, Beautiful. Ruth. Uh, a quick thought, because we only have like one minute left, and I'm going to have Frank do a quick thought. Maybe choose, choose a uh, celebrity voice to close this, would you, Frank? <laughs> okay. Hang, Michelle, quick thought. So I want to leave you with some good news. Med beds are rolling out already. They are already in rural areas. That's med beds that will 
heal a whole lot of diseases with technology that has been suppressed by the government under the guise of national security since the 40s. So med beds are already rolling out, guys. Just be patient. They are in multiple states, which I've posted on my Telegram channel. And um, you can look it up there. I'll post it again so it's easy to find. But that should be really good news for a lot of you with diseases and problems But I want to remind you, too, that we have authority in Christ to heal diseases, to cause the blind to see, the lame to walk, the dead to be raised, and I will tell you, and the deaf to hear, definitely. And I want to tell you, I believe we are about to see a portrayal of God's glory like we've never seen. And it, it depends on us, those of us filled with the Spirit of God, to walk in the authority he's given given us. Thank you, Michelle Winder. Uh, unredacted truth. Uh, Frank, uh, which voice would you like to use as a very brief encouragement, and then we're going to close the show. My listening friend, Frank Shelton, uh, impersonator. Yeah, well, I, I love you. You can go to frankshelton.com and hear a few. I love Star Wars. I love Dazelle. I love uh, Sylvester Stallone. I love the presidents, Bill Clinton, Reagan, Billy Graham, and a few others. But the one I want to echo right now. Yes. Uh, do we have 30 seconds? You've got – take 30 seconds, then we have to go. I just want to tell him, quote, what God himself would say. And uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father but by him. If you've never trusted Christ, it's a simple prayer. Just pray this prayer on your way home tonight. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. You're the Savior. I heard that you died for the world. I realized tonight on K-Praise with Kaz, Michelle, and Ruth, if it was just me, Christ would have died for me. Yes. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I'm trusting you as my Savior. You died for me. I'm going to live for you. Save my soul. Take me to heaven when I die. I'm repenting for my past. In the name above all names, I pray, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. My listening friends, it's time for us to go. I want to encourage you that Frank Shelton and his wife Ruth are going to be with us, and maybe even Michelle and Bill will be there as well on uh, the River Family Church uh, in Vista. Um, You can find out more about that. River Family Church at the Garden, at the Garden in Vista, River Family Church, 10 a.m. You can hear a message that you haven't heard before through Frank Shelton. It's time for us to go. God bless you. You know the Lord loves you. And don't be dismayed because the truth of the matter is we win. God bless. See you soon. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.